Rebel Nation, it's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with your host, Gary Darby. Around fakes left, goes right himself, he's in the end zone, touchdown Oh, this. Giving you the lowdown on the mighty Rebels for the past 25 years. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it. Make your voice heard. Be part of the show by texting 662-426-1093. Touchdown! John Rice Plumley faked it to Connor off the left side, kept it around the end, and takes it to the powder blue house. 662-426-1093. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. And here's your host, Gary Darby. Welcome to a spring break edition of the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon all in studio together, and a big show it is. Coming up at 610, we'll talk with Auburn baseball coach Butch Thompson. 620, we'll get your text messages. We want you to go ahead and get those in at 662-426-1093. Text message line again, 662-426-1093 for any topic you would like in Ole Miss Athletics. When we're done with text messages, the head baseball coach of the Ole Miss Rebels, Mike Bianco, will join us we'll talk with him and then we'll finish up with some recruiting and a little of chuck's good bad and ugly chuck you cool with all that man it sounds like a good show <laughs> y'all may maybe kick me out let's, though let's don't ruin it right yeah <laughs> the, kick, kick me out it'll be a great show the guests sound good let's hope that the hosts don't mess it up gordon how you doing i'm doing good just massive carnage in the coaching world in the sec this week it has been uh, one where as as it turns a different guy finds himself out the door it's the way a college athletics yeah. yeah but i mean it's a lot this time you know you didn't seen it like this before it's like the night of the long knives here but you know, you're hearing this week that Ben Hallen may get it, uh, you know, after the NIT. So that'd, that'd be, be six, six guys gone. Six? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Everybody in the East, except for Vandy, Kentucky, and Tennessee. And of course, Vandy is obviously kind of making their way up, got into the NIT, so Stackhouse doing decent. We know about Cal and where, where Tennessee say decent. is. decent. He's there. Well, he's gotten them from nothing into the NIT. Right? They had yeah. nothing at Vandy. They had nothing at Vandy when he got there. And uh, then if you look in the West, we know what's happened. Chuck, we finally got your answer on Will Wade. The sanctions came in, and, <laughs> yeah. and Ellis just said, Walking okay. Walking to Green Mile. We, and now we have nothing else we oh, can Oh, listen, say. I've got some connections down at LSU, and I understand they're in a world of trouble. Yes. Institutional, lack of institutional control, four or five programs, the uh sexual misconduct cover-up to f- stealing money from a children's hospital i mean come on to nicer guys though. eight different yeah. lack of institutional control yeah. kind of situation i mean alec you know all, all kind of things happening we're gonna i'll tell you what we're gonna find out with this so how much teeth the ncaa still has because i'm not yeah. sure they've got uh, enough teeth to to do what they need to do to LSU. Probably right. You get rid of the head coach. You get rid of an assistant coach. You move on. You hire a new guy. Hopefully somebody that has a good reputation, and you just go with it. The head football coach is gone. The head basketball coach. You got a new baseball coach in. You got a a new women's coach in. Things like that nature. So some of those things. I don't know what other uh, other programs. It always works for Alabama. (laughs) They self-impose. Also former Ole Miss assistant Bill Armstrong. He was fired in the clean house of basketball. And Michael White, you know, he's new coach at Georgia. 
Well, we got Coach Yo's thoughts. Let's do this real quick for First South Farm credit because yesterday the uh, announcements of after two years going 0-16 in the SEC, the Ole Miss women are in the NCAA tournament. The leader of a program. You have to have a vision. And like Maddie and Kira and everybody that knows me, you knew what the vision was. And I know that it was bold for me to say that it's NCAA tournament or bus. But um, – I felt like I owed it to to say that and put that in the atmosphere so that my team knew that I believe. And, um, you know, sometimes I can be an overbeliever, but this time it, it came true, so I'm excited about it. You know, last week, Chuck, we had Van Chancellor in here in the studio with us, and, and we talked about this and other things with them from where that program is to where it is. That's a lot of belief that Coach Hill had, and it has come true. I, I tell you what, though, I like the boldness. I like when she came in here. You know, we're not playing for eighth in the SEC. We're playing for first. And and I like that. Lane Kiffin had that, you know, in his pre- opening press conference. I didn't come here to be good. I came here to be great. Uh, Mike Bianco's always said that Omaha was the only thing. Now, he hadn't reached it as many times as he would like, obviously. He's been to, what, six or seven Supers and only won one. But he's never backed down from the fact Omaha is the only goal. And Coach Yo's like that, and I love it. They are in and will be in the Wichita region uh, in Waco and taking on South Dakota as the seven seed. And then, of course, they get Baylor, who is a two seed, uh, obviously in that same region dealing with Hawaii. And uh, all of that will be. Uh, coming up this week, and we have softball off to a 21 and four start, uh, doing unbelievable things. Uh, again, you know, looking at this entire Ole Miss athletic, you know, group, we we had national champions in track over the past weekend. It's a pretty good time for most people. Women's to golf, be a rebel. one of that's right. Yeah, they 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 are co-champions after the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a bad time to be a rebel these days. I agree. You're right. All right, boys, let's get into it. Butch Thompson's the head coach of the Auburn Tigers. He's going to talk with us about his team and the upcoming weekend series between Ole Miss and Auburn. It's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. SEC baseball is upon us, and tonight's Rebel Yell Hotline will be focused around that. I'm Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford as part of this Cannon Motors of Mississippi Railway Yell Hotline. And we welcome for the first time uh, from the Plains the head coach of the Auburn Tigers, Butch Thompson's on. Coach, how are you? I'm tremendous. Thanks for having me this evening. Absolutely. Um, let, let's let's jump into your team a little bit. 13-4 and four as far as the start. Um, kind of an overview, if you will, as as you still have one more midweek game to go, just like Ole Miss. But where do you think your team is so far right now, Coach? Yeah, we've had a we've had a good start. We feel good about revamping our pitching staff. You know, in eighteen and nineteen, we uh, participated in a super regional each year, and then made it to Omaha there in nineteen. And of course, COVID was twenty, and probably had some injuries on the mound and. This will be the second year in a row that we start with Ole Miss. You know, of course, we started in Oxford last year and just had a it just a banged up pitching staff and just tough that first half. And you know, we won three of our last four series, and Ole Miss beat us the first game of the of the um, SEC tournament. So, not the type of year that we built up for in seventeen, eighteen, and nineteen, and and, and had good finishes to the year. So. We like how we've gotten started off. We feel pretty tested. We we started out in uh, Arlington, Texas, in a good tournament against Oklahoma, Texas Tech, and and Kansas State, I believe. There, come back and played some some home games. And um, this past week, uh, I think we went two and two. Uh, Tennessee Tech and Middle Tennessee um, uh, played us to the hilt. Um, you know, our pitching staff. I, I know that. You know, I think it's about third in the SEC as it stands right now, headed into SEC play from an earn-run standpoint. So we feel like we've had some pieces. We we had a couple of tough starts, uh, one just not having a good start and, and one little uh, injury. Uh, so, you know, we had two starts this weekend that, you know, we only got an inning and two-thirds out of two starts and was kind of chasing it this entire weekend and, you know, played close and, I've tried to do everything in my power to kind of a John Wooden, you know, the score takes care of itself type mentality. And, you know, we feel pretty healthy going into this first weekend, had some challenges along the way, won some ball games, and, um, you know, feel pretty good to, to start SEC play and excited to host Ole Miss. You know, I'm a, I'm a USA Today voter. And, 
you know, I was excited to vote Ole Miss number one, um, tracking on it every week and being one of 25 head coaches that, that make up that poll. I respect that poll. And, um, you know, Ole Miss has earned that number one spot, and I was proud to put them there because I'm excited to host the, the number one team in America starting conference play. Coach, I noticed from your Middle Tennessee series, um, you used 16 pitchers. Um, is that something that you wanted to do to try to learn more about your staff, or was that out of necessity trying to win the series? Or where do you stand with your, your pitching staff as far as uh, going into SEC play? Are you pretty set on a rotation with starters and closers and long relievers and all that, the variables? Yeah, I think everybody's got a chance. We've probably pitched more pitchers in a, these four weeks preseason than I can ever remember, and that's part of that revamping that whole pitching staff and everybody that, that wanted to be here and that's committed to growth. I wanted to give them that opportunity. So uh, we probably could have squeezed out maybe a little bit more, um, you know, in the schedule or the win column, maybe one or two more, but – um, we were so committed to giving everybody an opportunity that I feel like we're more prepared going into conference play than if we'd have played it a little bit different. We know more about our pieces. Uh, I did not want these challenges this weekend of two short starts. So we probably used a few too many guys this weekend. And of course we'll play tomorrow night. We got a, we got a game before we set our sights completely on Ole Miss, I'll try to keep the team in the, you know, another non-conference game before Ole Miss gets here. But we're definitely getting ready and looking. And, you know, we, we've got – we'll probably have a new starter on Thursday, uh, Mason Barnett, who we announced. And he's actually thrown midweek games the last two weeks and has thrown brilliant for us and had thrown in the bullpen to start this four weeks ago. So we have shuffled by design. And we have put guys in different roles to make sure that once conference play starts, we've seen everything that we want to see. Um, and then Saturday, game three has probably been our best starter. Um, and it started every, all four weekends is Trace Bright, a junior from, from over Montgomery, Alabama, that's, that's just continued to grow and mature. Um, Friday is, uh, our TBA. I know Ole Miss has announced their first two starters and a good lefty Gaddis and, I think Diamond uh, game two and TBA for uh, for for game three. So our our TBA will be in the middle there, but we definitely have three or four options, and we've tried to piggyback. So if we've if we've named a starter, we've made sure that we feel like we have somebody to go behind them, and we're just asking our guys to try to get two times through the lineup, and then have a long reliever dump right in behind them. Uh, Carson Skipper's a veteran that is probably that first long relief guy that we would we would use so uh the next 24 48 hours penciling in and drawing down but i think i've seen so many different scenarios with our pitchers that um you know i think we at least know how to line it up uh, for this first weekend and see what happens auburn coach butch thompson is with us coach this is gary again is it captain obvious for me to say you want to get it to blake burkhalter at the end and let that man just do what he does yeah, we felt like we were kind of absent in that category uh, last year, and that makes a difference, right? The the 10-1 ten, ten run SEC losses, it's a game of inches, and it's always that close. But nobody was proven last year, and Blake was one of those young freshmen that, that had a chance to do it. He has a – you know, this is a mind, and can you, can you breathe and can you perform in a moment? Can you make your payoff pitches? And he's the guy that's uh, – 
you know, taking the bull by the horns. And if we got a chance to win the game that we have the most trust in. So there's absolutely no doubt that uh, Blake threw yesterday for us and he'll get a break and a rest all the way till Thursday and, and hopefully be ready to do that against Ole Miss in the weeks to come that, that he's the one that's absolutely won that opportunity and, and is the one that has pitched lights out. You know, it's a, it's a guy that when I look at some Ole Miss's numbers, uh, I think we're at a two, six, four clip there at a two, five, four. And they, just to statistically looking, man, they have they have played like a number one team, and that's some of the things that I look at too when I look at all this experience in this lineup. And then, you know, my question mark. Uh, everybody's got a question mark for each other. Was you know how would they line up pitching? And uh, it looks like they've done a pretty good job of answering that question for themselves heading into conference play as well. But Burkhalter's been our guy at the back end, and you know he probably could take a number of roles, but you know he's. He's got really no batting average. Um, he has uh, not walked a guy yet, and um, has just he's just done a great job of just calming the game if we've had a lead late, which is um, something our ball club needed desperately. Coach Gordon Ford, we've actually done shows before uh, with Rob Brown on sidelines. I've actually talked to you a couple of times there. Um, the, you know, you look at the SEC and you look at the standings and all that, and about 80% of the team are in the top 20 or 25. Do you think this is the toughest the league's been in a long time? I just think it keeps getting better. You know, this is a this is a big year, personally. This is my 20th year in the SEC. I've been thankful to be part of it. From when I was at Georgia and then Auburn the first time and Mississippi State, now back to Auburn uh you know, one, I feel blessed uh, to be part of it, but I've seen that growth um, from where it started 20 years ago to where our sport is nationally, but especially the SEC. Um, you know, I'm not sure we were the strongest conference when I got in this 20 years ago. And now you just look at opening day major league rosters the last few years, and there's no doubt the SEC you know, has, has the most participation. There's no doubt that the level of coaching – um, the players, and I think it's going to keep getting better because now, as we've went through this COVID aspect, and feel like we're starting to get on the other side of that, a couple of things have happened that 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 set on us right now. And it looks look at the age of the players; these players are older. You know, we used to say eighteen to twenty two. Now there's twenty three and twenty four year olds that are in our league. If you look back at two thousand and twenty, the major league draft was only five rounds. When it's, you know, every year it's 40. And then last year's draft was cut in half to 20, and it looks like it's going to stay that way for the foreseeable future. So how many of those, how many extra players are not going uh, that are staying in college or electing to go to college when you only have five rounds of a draft and then only having 20 rounds of a draft? And then everybody getting that extra year back. It's been pretty, pretty impressive. And that's why I think the level of play, the depth um, and the age of player, man, you got to be good if you're going to be a freshman and step in right now here this year and the next couple of years because of everything that we've been through, and I think it's only made our league stronger. Well, Coach Thompson, we thank you for a, a Monday night visit with us. I started in radio quite a few years back. One of the first people to kind of welcome me into the league was uh, Andy Burcham. Please tell Andy Gary said hello from North Mississippi, okay? I'd be honored to. Thank you, guys. Thank Thank you, you, Coach.
Coach Butch Thompson giving us some time on a Monday night talking about his club. Text messages, send them to us next, 426-1093. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury, Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Lawsuits have been filed by parents of premature babies who died or were seriously injured of necrotizing enterocolitis after being given Similac or Enfamil infant formula. The law office of Dan Mars is currently accepting necrotizing enterocolitis cases in all 50 states. If your child was injured or died after being given Similac or Enfamil baby formula, please call the law office of Dan Mars immediately for free consultation at 1-800-650-2152. That's 1-800-650-2152. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Aberville, and Flowood, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Twitch Thompson, the Auburn head baseball coach, coming up later on in this program. We'll have the Ole Miss headband. Coach Mike Bianco will be on with us here at about 6.30. Now it's text messages at 426-1093-662-426-1093. And, guys, the first one, Shane from Yazoo City, wants to know if we think Elliott will get the start on Sunday. Mr. Chuck? Uh, it's possible. He's. I think he's one of three guys. I think either Drew McDaniel, Hunter Elliott, or Jack Darty are going to get the start Sunday. And I think they'll all be available because we found out recently that Washburn is starting tomorrow night uh, in their midweek game. So that would kind of knock him out of being a candidate for Sunday. So I, I think it's going to be one of those three. And if I had to pick, I'd say Elliot. And good news, the head coach comes up next, so we'll uh, we'll have uh, a chance to ask him that question. He won't answer that. Absolutely right. <laughs> he won't. Um, next one off the text message line at 662-426-1093. Uh, do you know what time football scrimmages are Saturday, and are they open to the public? We don't know that yet. I'm, I'm trying to get that answer. Uh, I have a feeling that a couple of them will be. Um, but it's good. It will, it will revolve around baseball as well. So I think, uh, Lane likes to practice in the morning. That's when they practice 
all during the week. They practice from 9 to like 11, 11, 15. And then they go to class in the afternoon. So uh, I would suspect that the Saturday stuff will be in the morning. That's our friend uh, Billy in uh, Texas doing that. Uh, it is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series, so we have that coming up this weekend as well. So we're talking a lot of that for those of you that uh, uh, might not have known. We will be doing a Thursday, Friday, Saturday SEC opener. Mm-hmm. I guess, and we, we didn't ask Coach Thompson about his offense, but as a team, they're batting three oh six. So, uh, you know, they got some power, too. They, they've... Uh, They've got 17 home runs. We got 25. Of course, the power situation certainly favors Ole Miss, but uh, Ole Miss is batting 318 as a team. They're batting 306, so they're no slouches at the plate. I think I'll get after Coach B when he first comes on and say, "Isn't it nice that Butch Thompson voted you number one in the country?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the week that you're getting ready uh, to go down there. Text messages presented by Cannon Cleary McGraw. You can always text us, 662-426-1093 throughout the show. We'll continue to throw them in. CCMOxford.com for homes as well as lots, lands, condos for sale in Oxford as well. And for our injuries, uh, we will uh, take a look at that now, the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Chuck? Well, it's kind of slim, actually, and that's good. That's Kevin, good. Kevin Graham you know, has had surgery on his hand. We'll hopefully be back mid-april um that's that's the probably the earliest uh max Schofi, right-handed pitcher is set to return sometime in april after tommy john surgery last february february a year ago uh calvin harris catcher calvin harris missed all four games this past weekend with a pulled stomach muscle i understand so hopefully he'll heal pretty quickly from that and that's that's basically it you know a lot of these teams getting ready for SEC play, I mean, they all have bumps. They all have bruises. They all have guys they're trying to replace. Mississippi State, obviously, Landon Sims today saying that he's having to have the surgery on his torn ligament and his season obviously is over and career may be over. We know that we heard Coach Thompson talk about maybe he's as healthy as he's been going into SEC in a while, but a lot of these SEC teams will have some of their you know main cogs that will miss the opening week. And I guess that's that's every sport that's out there, but – you know, baseball, there's, there seems to be a little more of those arm injuries than usual sometimes. Yeah. I, well, I think toward the end of the year, there's it's from overuse. I mean, I, I think that sometimes coaches get locked in on five or six pitchers and they just beat them down. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, they're young, but they're not invincible. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. You're right, Gary. I'm glad that the injury report uh, wasn't so healthy. <laughs> I mean, you know, with as many names as typical. By the way, the uh, game day outlook with uh, Coach Butch Thompson was brought to you by Mars, Mars, and Mars. Uh, they've been handling serious injuries in Mississippi for over 30 years. How about this? Sonny DiChiara, uh, a transfer from, from Samford is Auburn's leading hitter. He's 6'1", 263 pounds. He's batting 462. He's got uh, five home runs, 11 RBIs, slugging percentage of 1,000, 1.026. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so a, a transfer from Sanford is, is their top offensive threat. Yeah, you, you look at numbers and you wonder – 
you know, compare schedules and do those kinds of things and what it's like. But even he mentioned it, batting averages are pretty similar. ERA, theirs is just a, a little bit better uh-huh. uh, than Ole Miss's along the way. Have used way many more pitchers, as you mentioned, what, 16 different guys. Yeah, I guess middle. A more uh, that they have used. But obviously he's trying to find stuff he didn't have last season. And I know there's a lot of pitching that's gone from the Ole Miss lineup as well that you're trying to figure out and to do things i thought it was interesting that his tba is the middle game mm-hmm. of the series uh and not you know as old mister or most sometimes tend to do and that's the final game that you're still okay now what do we have left you yeah kind of strange kind of strange you know and so you have that uh, as well but now he, he did mention you know, they opened up against oklahoma they played texas tech we know how good those teams are kansas state a little bit better out of the big 12 so they've challenged themselves mm-hmm. somewhat they'll get kennesaw state in the middle of the week before Ole Miss. middle one two out of three this past weekend from from auburn at auburn so that gives me a little encouragement for the old missus uh opportunity this weekend uh and, you know, let's see if we're number one. If we're number one, we're going to go over there and win two out of three. That's right. And it, it's going to be up. Look, I'm reading off Auburn's site. Auburn's starting pitching is 6-1 and one with a 2.16 earned run average this season. Going up against that veteran Ole Miss lineup that mm-hmm. they have, uh, That that's it. Yeah. That's what we're looking at. Oh, yeah. That's what you're looking at, without a doubt. All right. Coming up next, we'll get into the Ole Miss outlook of things with the head man. Coach B will join us on the other side in the back half of the program. It's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline for your Monday night. orthopedic and sports medicine board certified surgeons are specially trained for you and your family from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury leaders in orthopedic care oxford orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home locations in oxford batesville grenada hernando cleveland calhoun city and pontotoc official orthopedic team physicians for Ole miss athletics to make an appointment call 662-513-2000 or visit oxfordortho.org Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. 
Menorahs. Looking for a local insurance company that can find you the best competitive rates? Look no farther than Sharp Insurance Agency. They have multiple companies to tailor major policy for your individual needs. They carry Safeco and other major companies that are very competitive in auto, home, renters, and all commercial policies. If you want the best rates with a local rebel that has been in business for over 30 years on the historic Oscar Square, please call Andy or Dana at 662-513-3700. That's 662-513-3700. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Tonight's Coach's Corner is brought to you by Gateway Tire. They've been serving us since 1929. There are 54 locations, if you hadn't heard us say it before on your Monday night, six different states for Gateway Tire. They go the distance for you. Uh, Gary, Chuck, and Gordon in with you, and the head baseball coach at Ole Miss is Mike Bianco, who's kind enough to join us. Coach B, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Good. Listen, we had your counterpart, Butch Thompson, on moments ago. Um, he admitted to voting your team number one in the country so he could get you over there this weekend as the number one team in the land. Mighty kind of it. <laughs> Yeah, no thanks a lot. Appreciate it. We don't get a vote. I don't know. I, I don't know how you get on that uh, that voting thing, but we don't get a vote. So, uh. He said there's 25 coaches, and he made sure he voted y'all number one. Well, well, whenever you know, Chuck. I don't know. I've been coaching for a long time. I'm not on those things. So if I ever get a chance, and I'm going to vote, tell Butch I'm going to vote him number one as soon as I get my first ballot. But, but coach, let's be honest. And, and Chuck said this about you earlier about expectations of where you want your program. And I tell people the story all the time. Uh, back when we drove to games, David Keller and myself, you drove us everywhere, and we were doing like a Thursday night show and everything. I remember one of the first conversations, and you asked us where we wanted the baseball team to go, and, and I think DK said, we want to make the SEC tournament, and you, you looked at us like we were crazy. Like, that's not even an option, right? I mean, there are so many things higher than that you have always aspired for your program to be. Yeah, and you know, my the you you know my old boss, right, Skip Burtman, and uh, he said many of times, you know, high expectations beat low reality any day of the week, and uh, and you know, again, it's it's we're week four to be ranked number one. You know, I'm proud of the guys. I, I think it probably means more to the kids, their families, their girlfriends, Ole Miss fans, than I think it really does to our particular team and certainly the coaching staff. Uh, we realize that there's a lot of games in, in front of us, but at the end of the day, it's nice to be recognized. And, and so how do you get to be number one, you know, in week four? It's because, you know, preseason, some people thought you were pretty good, so you were up there high enough, but then you got off to a good start. And that's really all it means. <laughs> you, know, you know, there's 10 <laughs> weeks of regular season left, and, you know, this is where it really gets down to the nitty-gritty this week as you start conference play. Coach, you're you're 15 games in. Are you settled now on every aspect of your team as far as what you want to do uh, in different situations, different situations on the mound, starters, long relievers, closers, or is that still a work in progress a little bit? I don't even think a little bit, Chuck. I think it's it's a work in progress. One, I think in baseball, it's kind of the, the game lends itself to it, right? Where guys are hot, guys aren't. Guys, you know, were playing well at the beginning, aren't as well playing well, you know, at the end, and, and so on. 
but one of the things that's kind of handicapped us is just, you know, we, we've played so well and we've extended games, you know, leads and 10-run rules, and we haven't uh, been in a lot of tight games. It's not so much because we've played seven innings because those last two innings wouldn't have really mattered, uh, but we haven't, you know, been in those tight games where, uh, where we were, you know, this weekend, you know, where, you know, on the – you know, the first game yesterday where, you know, we had to go to the bullpen and we had to bring a closer in to, to kind of get us out of a jam. And uh, the more opportunities were like that, I think the more you get to learn about yourself. But I like the team. I mean, we, we knew offensively we, we would have a good club. On the mound, we knew we'd have more depth than we had last year, more options. Uh, still trying to find some some consistency, not just from the starters, but in the bullpen. You know, yesterday, you know, in, in game three, we, we run, you know, a couple – what three freshmen out in the middle of the game, you know, with the game on the line and guys that are super talented, but you know, they haven't been in those situations a lot. And, you know, uh, so again, that's a long answer to, yeah, I think we're still trying to figure things out. I think uh, that's what I was kind of getting at there. Uh, do you, is there in the preseason before SEC, are there times when you say, Hey, I, I might sacrifice this game to see what this kid can do. Or is that, that never enters your mind? No, it, it does. And, you know, you got to be careful, uh, you know, uh, Chuck, right? Because, you know, you work for the, the fans, right? You know, they're, they're your customers. And, you know, same with us. And so, you know, people don't want to hear, hey, you know, I'm going to sacrifice this game. I think a better way of saying it is to have enough guts to, 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 to try some different things. I think you, you have to find out now if guys can do it. You have to put guys in certain situations, um, you know, and find out, you know, is this guy ready to bunt? Is this guy ready to steal? Is this guy ready to pinch it? Is this guy the guy I want on the uh, on the mound at the end of the game? Is this the right defensive replacement? Um, and sometimes you're forced in doing that uh, because of injuries, right? You're forced that, you know, hey, this guy probably wouldn't have played or I probably wouldn't have played him as much, but because Kevin Graham's down. Or last year we saw perfect example of last year we saw Peyton Chatney go down for a month with a, with a torn hamstring and – T.J. McCants didn't even play the first weekend. And so we had to put him in, in at second base, and he ends up becoming a freshman All-American. It, you can't just wait for injuries for those moments to happen. you got to try some, 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 some guys out in some different situations. Coach Gordon Ford, y'all open up SEC play this weekend. What do you look most forward to about finding out about your team this weekend? Well, you know, I, I think it's it's always you know, a little difficult to to start on the road. You know, I think you know most of us would want like to to finish or start at start at home and uh, uh, you know make sure that we can handle you know uh, I think a really good crowd at at Auburn, uh, a really good team, a team that's gotten off to a really good start. I know they dropped a couple games this past weekend, but but a team that was playing you know as well as anybody in our league, and a, a team that can really pitch it. You know, and uh, and and so I think we got our our offense got to work their their work cut out for them. But but uh, I think to just kind of solidify the not just the rotation, but you know the the bullpen and the, and the order that we're going to go to. But I, I I think like the earlier question from Chuck, it's still a work in progress. Mike, uh, I noticed Sonny Dichiera, uh is their leading hitter, and he's a transfer from. From Sanford, he's batting four sixty two. As if you don't know that. <laughs> uh, but how much do you think the new transfer rules are going to affect baseball? Do you anticipate um, an influx of that? You know, Lane Kiffin's got what ten or twelve or fifteen so far. 
Uh, do you do you anticipate being in that market much? I mean, we want to be in that market, but 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 I don't know, Chuck. There's you know with the NIL and then the transfer you know rule, you know basically hitting at the same time. I think it just was the perfect storm, and um, and our sport's different, you know. And uh, and you hear you've heard me say that for 22 years, but here's a different perspective. And I don't think anybody really knows where it's going to land. Uh, one is I think there'll be a lot less people in years to come in the transfer portal. I think everybody looks at, hey, that's the way to go, and that's the new, fresh, cool thing to do. But in football, it makes sense, doesn't it, where they have 85 scholarships. So you literally, you know, if you're, you know, even Ohio State and you got Joe Burrow as your fourth quarterback, you know, because you, you can do that. You can recruit, you know, really great players and have five great quarterbacks. In baseball, you can't have five great shortstops. You know, you just can't have, you know, it, that it's just not going to happen in baseball. We don't have the scholarships, you know, to, to, to make that happen. So I think, I, I think you're the, the great stories of guys transferring and coming in and making huge impacts. Now, I think you'll see, you know, occasionally you'll see some, but not like I think you'll see in football. So I think, you know, obviously, you know, we were in that market last year and we got a couple transfers in Gaddis and, and Washburn. But, but, you know, I don't know if that's ever going to make up like half of our recruiting class. Coach Mike Bianco is on with us here with the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Coach, what about your outfield? Can you lead us through there, and will maybe that right field spot still be bouncing back and forth between guys? Well, you know, to this point, you know, it kind of the, the the probably the mark for the last couple guys in the lineup where we were kind of rotating Burford and we were, you know, Leatherwood and Alderman and Van Cleve, and they were kind of rotating on through. So one was playing the outfield, one was DHing, uh, or playing third base. And, you know, now that Graham went down, you know, that, that kind of changed things a little bit. But the great news is all of those guys have played terrific, you know, and, and so usually at the back end of your lineup, you're trying to figure out, try to put the, the hottest guy in the lineup. And the truth of the matter is those are our, uh, our hottest guys. You know, those guys have swung the bat. And one of the reasons we've been so good offensively is, you know, the, uh, the bottom of the lineup has swung it just as well as the, the top of the lineup. And with that, looking at the averages and things, I mean, you got to feel like, you know, you're looking at a 318 team average, and, and Gonzalez is only, you know, hitting 250 and Dunhurst 238. You know, those guys are going to swing it and get hot with the rest of the group at some point. Yeah. And we knew that was going to be the strong point. Uh, those guys are seasoned guys, guys that have done it, and they've done it on the biggest stage. And, and so, uh, we just, we want to continue to be consistent, you know, and, and you're right. You know, uh, one of the marks of a good offense is when some of the, you know, parts aren't, you know, swinging it maybe as well. You're getting it from other pieces, you know, in the lineup. And, and that, that's happened to this point. What's the chances of getting Calvin Harris back for this weekend? Um, Chuck, to, to be really honest, and you know, I'm not the, the guy that holds things close to the vest. Uh, the, the honest answer is I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't be super confident. Uh, it's a, it's a tough injury. You know, uh, he, uh, he did get a PRP injection last week and, uh, I know that made him feel better, but it's a tough injury and one that you don't want to push him too much. I mean, they, they either can do it or they can. It's kind of like a pulled hamstring, but probably even worse in the sense that, uh, pulled hamstring, you can kind of control your running a little bit, right? You can say, Hey, just don't run hard. Um, you know, when it's that oblique and you're swinging, I mean, you got to swing, right? You got to, you got to yeah. throw the ball. 
And, you know, it's kind of like having a bad back. If you've ever had a bad back, I mean, you just can't really take it easy. you got to get up, you know, and it hurts to get up. You know, the oblique around that rib cage, you know, you gotta, you got to twist the hit, and, you know, you either can do it or you can't. So um, he's, he's feeling better. He's getting better. But it's one of the things that we just don't want to rush, so we'll just have to wait and see. Who on the mound, Coach, has uh, impressed you a little more than you anticipated going into the season, uh, some of your – couple of three of your surprises on the mound uh, you know i don't know if it's necessarily surprises but i'm just proud of the young guys i'm proud of you know mason nichols and hunter elliott and, and riley maddox you know true freshmen that are pitching big innings and, and have been in you know the few tight games that we've been in they've been on the mound and they've handled it and they've, they've handled it really well and um you know again you know there's there's expectations for all of them but i but i you know, and these are talented kids, and we saw it wasn't. So I wouldn't say surprised, uh, but I would say happy with you know the young guys who just continue to add depth, you know, to that staff. Coach, one of the last things, and then uh, we'll, we'll let you go. Is Jack Washburn starts tomorrow? What else are you looking for, both on the mound and and maybe as far as the lineup is concerned before we get to this Thursday, Friday, Saturday weekend? Well, you know, t- tomorrow, you know, obviously we'd like you know Jack to give us some innings, Joe. Uh, on Wednesday, it was kind of a shortened game. It was going to be a ten-run rule game. We had a huge lead, and um, and you know he didn't get to pitch maybe as much as you know we would have liked a week before then. And so you know if he can get extended a little bit and 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 pound the strike zone like he did last week, you know Jack's got great stuff. Um, you know, one of his issues is, you know, we can't give him free base runner, especially this team tomorrow. You know, they, they're, they don't, you know, their batting average isn't really high, but they can really run. They, they do, do things when you give them free bases and we got to minimize that. Uh, and then we'll get to see some of the, you know, some of the relievers, some other guys like Burton and, uh, Parento and, and, uh, and Morell and some other guys that, you know, didn't get to pitch this weekend. So it'll be a good test to get those guys ready for the weekend. All right, Coach, thanks for joining us. We appreciate the time. Good luck this weekend, right, Coach. Good luck, Coach. Right. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Coach Matt Bianco on with us as the Rebels get ready to take on Auburn this weekend. The and number I, one Rebels. That's right. Thanks to Butch Thompson. Thanks, Butch. <laughs> thanks, Butch. Um, but but uh, no, seriously, and, and, you know, Gordon asked a question about the conference. I mean, there could be by the end of the year – four different SEC teams ranked number one by the time, no, no by, the, by the time it's over. And that's just the way it is. Well baseball is such an up and down sport anyway. I mean and like he said, uh you got Gonzalez hitting two fifty and uh, you know, Elko was at two oh five, now he's at two seventy one after a pretty good weekend. But you know, this is hot and cold. It's a hot and cold game. Now, rain is expected in this area tomorrow, but if we know anything, Coach B is going to do everything he can to play play a baseball game and and to get that going. Because, you know, he wants Washburn to stretch out, but you got to get those, as he mentioned, the Burtons and all the other guys need some Mm -hmm. innings, need some work too, because this is a long baseball season. All right, I'm going to ask both of you all this. Uh, I don't know how much time we got, four or five minutes, right? Right. What watching this team as close as you have? What is what is your one concern, Gordon? Um, I guess hitting. You know, hitting. Yeah. <laughs> to me, uh, it would be from 
you know, the perspective of these young guys on the mound. Well, they're young, and you know. Well, the hitters, the hitters are the veteran dudes that have been around and and can do that. That's why I think, you know, he's had to, and and he has. He, you've got to get those young guys out there, even if you know most of the games have been early, but at Central Florida and get them in some kind of a hostile environment, mm-hmm. because when you think about all these places, they're going to start pitching on the weekend. It's different than Tupelo, Mississippi high school no it's doubt. different than, no than a jackson prep it's it's different than at ou stadium swayze field because they're your people that are 10 to eleven thousand strong that are yelling for you now you're going to have people at auburn at plainsman they, they will have the omis media guide they'll have a bio they'll know who your sister is they're going to know everything about you mm-hmm. and so i think it's those young guys getting out in an environment like that and having to do it Obviously, they've got the talent to do it, or they wouldn't be on this roster at Ole Miss. To me, that's where I, I want to know. You know, let's just whoever comes out on Sunday is it Hunter Elliott? Is it you know Dory? Who is it? You know, and can they get out there and muscle through it for a good four to five innings for you on that third day? My deal is the weekend starters. Yeah, we're we're so spoiled by Hoagland, Nikhazy, and and all the put. Friday starters we've had in the past that you just felt like you were going to win every Friday. That's right. And this year I don't I don't really have that feeling from the mound. There's not a dud day where yeah. you know you're winning. That yeah. somehow. I, I mean I have I have that feeling about the the offense. Right. I feel, feel like the offense is going to win a lot of weekend games, but we all know that pitching is the key in in the SEC. You got to have good pitching. And I want to see who's going to surface as five to six to seven inning guys on the weekend. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out in a hurry, won't we? Uh, Tomorrow's opponent, uh, Southeastern Louisiana, on the schedule coming up for Hammond, seven and nine overall. Uh, Coach mentioned it. You don't want them on the bases. They just hit 183, but they're 33 of 43 in stolen bases. When they get on, they run no walks, but the no walks, and they will be uh, there will be hopefully some baseball tomorrow in Oxford. We'll be back to finish it up. The Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline for you. selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at Hawkins Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at Hawkins Wine and Spirits. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. 
Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Time to finish up tonight's Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Chuck and Gordon for you. We thank both head coaches of this weekend's SEC Tilts. Ole Miss coach Mike Bianco on with us just moments ago. Butch Thompson from Auburn who helped start the program. All right, it's time for the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment presented by Go Orthodontics since 1976. They've been there with us, helping the smiles. Check them out in Oxford, Saltillo, South Haven, Corinth, and Collierville. Chuck? Well, interesting for basketball fans. Ole Miss 2022 four-star guard signee T.J. Caldwell, who's 6'4", led his team to the Texas 7A state championship, was named the game MVP with 20 points, seven rebounds, and six assists. Uh, he was also voted the top dunker in the Dallas surrounding area by Dallas Morning News. Uh, former southeastern Louisiana place kicker Aubrey Bishop announced Thursday that he's transferring to Ole Miss, you know, with the Caden Costa deal still up in the air. Well, we got to get some kickers in here. Uh, he's originally from Oxford, four-star 2023 offensive lineman out of Georgia. Madden Sanker is set to visit Ole Miss March the 26th. Uh, 2023 tight end Reed McKeska out of Texas will visit Ole Miss, North Carolina, South Carolina, Alabama this spring. Four-star 2023 wide receiver Justin Brown out of Tennessee will visit Ole Miss on the 26th. Top 100 prospect Xavion Hardy will visit Ole Miss on the 26th as well. Ole Miss and Florida, the early leaders for the standout 2023 defensive lineman out of Georgia. And another basketball note, 6'9 Brown grad transfer Jalen Ganey, a power forward, tells on three sports that he's hearing from Ole Miss, Pitt, Iowa State, Georgetown, Clemson, and Oklahoma. So uh, I know Kermit's going to be in the market for a big, uh, excuse me, for two, two or three bigs. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, there's there's a guy there that's pretty good player from my understanding. And obviously we've talked about it. The, the portal will be open, and they'll be looking at uh, at a lot of that between this season. Oh, he's got to have next. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But in his last game, press conference i mean he pretty much said they're going to do whatever it takes they're going to be recruiting and they're going to evaluate better and all that so i would say that you're in that portal right now two top 100 recruits coming in as freshmen and well, then actually we'll see. what chuck said maybe three yeah 
All right, good stuff. Tomba's a good player. All right, the good, the bad, and the ugly is sponsored by Big Delta Power Sports. We're getting ready. It's uh, you know we did that. Although I hate daylight saving, you know the old way. I like this current situation where there's a little more light for us to go play at the lake and do stuff and things you can get and use from Big Delta Power Sports. That's where I was going. With Absolutely. It. Give us the good, bad, and ugly. Ah, uh, the good. After winning a weekend series over Oral Roberts, the Rebel baseball team moved up from number two in the country to number one for only the second time in school history. Congratulations, Rebels. Now see if you can keep it for a while. The women's golf team tied for the team title last weekend in the Augusta Invitational. They tied with South Carolina and blew past teams like Florida State, Alabama, Miami, Tennessee, and host Augusta, who always has a good program. The Lady Rebel golf team, uh, Corey Hinkus, they're just doing a great job. Lady Rebel Hoops team earned a Birth in the NCAA tournament as a seven seed. Uh, they have recorded their first 20-win season for since 2007. They'll play South Dakota, a 12 seed, in Waco in its attorney opener. The bad, well, the men's basketball season mercifully ended with a first-round loss to Missouri in the SEC tournament last week. We said last Monday how hard it is to beat someone three times in one season, <laughs> but Missouri had no trouble doing it against the Rebels this year. Recruiting is going well for the Rebels, so there's that. An improvement is required next year because a rather large faction of the faithful have abandoned this team, as seen by all the number of open seats in the pavilion as the year wore on. That's not much excitement in that building right now, and Kermit's got to do something to get it back. Uh, I don't know where to put these two little (laughs) non-Ole Miss factors, but Tom Brady is coming back. Yeah. To the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I think that's a mistake. Part of the ugly there, yeah, because I thought he was lost something last year. But hey, he wants to do it. He wants to do it. Um, and Evan Ingram from Ole Miss is about to sign a nine million dollar one year deal with, of all people, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now I'm happy for him getting the nine that's million, right. Get paid. but I'm Guaranteed. pretty, but I'm pretty sad about him going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Because they suck. They are bad. <laughs> they are bad. That came through during the break when I saw it from Adam Schefter. Nine million guaranteed. Ten millions possibly with incentives. Uh, what? Help us win five games, Evan. <laughs> How about we'll give, three? We'll give you some more money oh, along Lee. the way. Uh, but I'm sure there'll be more of that to come along the way. I was super look, and of course we had the N- uh, NCA selection shows going. Tom just couldn't resist anymore, right? I I got to get I got to get something out. Maybe it'll. He couldn't think it was going to hide with everything else that was going on yesterday. It turned to I mean it turned the selection show into the Tom Brady show, yeah. the recap, you know, the the post game talk. Well, if maybe you will. his wife's wearing him out and he's got to get out of the house. Who knows? I mean, two months with the wife and kids is <laughs> like I got to go. <laughs> I got to go, man. I've had enough of this. I need one more round. One more round. I will say LeBron James tweeted at him late too through the week about being the best at their sport. Debate whether you think LeBron is or not, I don't care. But the fact that at their age they were still doing what they were doing, and then Tom Brady comes back and says, I'm back. So, you know, I wouldn't – I guess he doesn't have enough money. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a big problem. I was eating with a buddy at lunch today, and I said, what about Brady? He said, let me tell you what's happening. He's probably sold – the diary of this next year coming up to Netflix for a hundred million dollars, <laughs> and we're going to have a four-part, two-hour special 
What um, about the guy that bought his football for $550,000 for his last catch? Man, this ain't worth nothing right now. Oh, Gas prices went up and Tom Brady had to come back, right? Yeah, he couldn't afford it. He couldn't afford it. $6 a gallon <laughs> out in California. Good job. Doesn't he you. live in California? I don't know Florida. where they are. Maybe he's still in Florida. Yeah, he's in Florida. All right, he's probably high there, too. Good job, fellas. Enjoyed it, my friend. All right, we'll be back again with another one. Rhino, good job back there. We thank Butch Thompson and Mike Bianco for being on the program. Gary Darby, so long.